from the Mercy One Studio. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Catholic Woman Now. I'm Julie Nelson, joined with my co-host, Chris Magruder. Welcome this morning. Yes, we're so delighted you choose to be spend this time with us this morning, and, and especially in this time of isolation, we know that Iowa Catholic Radio has become more of a lifeline to people, so we are very humbled to be here to serve you in any way as our listeners and, and to help you stay strong during this time of isolation that we are feeling right now and um, the, the loss of being able to receive Jesus sacramentally in Mass, so praying for those extra graces and that... Um, Chris and I can be those, be the humble servants to help you in this time. But I'm really excited about our show today. I know, speaking of a lifeline, St. Joseph Consecration, we're going to have Father Don Calloway in. He's going to tell us all about his book that he's written on the St. Joseph Consecration. And you and I are doing the St. Joseph Consecration as we speak. That's right. That's right. That'd be, um, we are. So, um, Shula, let's just go ahead and start with prayer. Okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. uh, Chris, how is the consecration going for you? What's what's one highlight that you've had or aha moment? Oh, you know... I think one of my highlights, well, I love the, the they talk about the house of Loretto, um, you know, where Mary and Jesus and Joseph were together in their house. And that whole miracle is amazing. And listeners, I'm not going to go into it because that could be a whole other show, but that's very interesting. And then also finding a Mary's wedding ring when they talk about that. I thought that was really interesting as well. How about oh, you? Well, you know, I've kind of gone in a different direction, a completely different direction. I was really struck by the fact that um, St. Joseph could be uh, the bridge to the understanding God, the father. And, you know, oh, yes. my, you know, my little thing about we're all, you know, daughters of the king and God's our father. Cause I've always had a hard time putting my mind around God, the father, cause we've never seen God, the father. It's so hard. It's a little bit abstract in some ways. And so when I read that about turn to St. Joseph to be your protector and to be that fatherly uh, person in your life, that was really helpful for me because, you know, a lot of families are, uh, are, you know, have some difficult situations and the identity of the child can get lost in that. And it's just nice to know that there is, we have this, Jesus's foster father can be our father as well too. So absolutely. You know, when I was little, I used to wonder if St. Joseph was the foster, was, was the father. I, I, that was when I was very little. So it was, uh-huh. it was kind of an easy bridge for me to do that. So yeah. <laughs> back to my childhood. Yes. Yes. Well, we need to take a quick break here and we will be bringing Father Don Calway back. You're listening to Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Programming support for Catholic Women Now is provided by Iowa's injury attorney, Fred Haas. For over 30 years, Fred Haas has helped injured Iowans recover financial, physical, and emotional losses from car, truck, and motorcycle accidents, work-related injuries, and injuries due to negligence. Most importantly, providing the professional, personal, and responsive legal counsel that everyone deserves. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time... Let us do good. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world online. At Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Home. Homemakers Furniture. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now. We are listening to Chris Magruder and Julie Nelson, and we are speaking today with Father Don Calloway. He has written a book on the St. Joseph Consecration, which Julie and I are excited. We're in the middle of it right now. So we wanted to bring in Father Don Calloway. Julie, introduce him for us. Well, Father Don Calloway is... um, a vicar provincial and vocation director of the Mother of Mercy Province of the Marian Helpers of the Immaculate Conception, the order that he belongs to. He is the author of 14 books and leads pilgrimages to Marian shrines around the world, and he resides in Steubenville, Ohio, at the time of the writing of this book. Welcome, Father Donald Calloway, to Catholic Women Now. Thank you so much, ladies. It's a blessing and an honor to be with you. Well, we're very excited to have you with us, and we're excited to see you this fall at Christ Our Life, God willing, here in Des Moines. Yeah, I look forward to being there for sure. Absolutely. Well, what if, though, for those who may not know you, um, can you tell us just a little bit about your background? Because you have a very fascinating background. Yeah. Um, yeah, most people who meet me, they, when, I, when I tell them something of my past, they're like, what? <laughs> you, um, they, they let people like you be priests, you know, so... <laughs> Um, so I, you know, I wasn't raised in any, um, Christian environment whatsoever. Um, I wasn't baptized, uh, you know, as a baby or anything. And I lived a very tumultuous family life. You know, my mother was in three marriages before I was 10 years old. And, um, you know, that had some pretty bad effects on me. And so when I got into my teen years, actually, even before my teen years, when I was about 12, um, you know, I started drinking and doing drugs and, um, doing immoral things and, and, and very much a part of the world. 
at such an early age. And then when I got into my teen years, it just got worse exponentially. And uh, my third father, my stepfather, was a military officer. So after having lived in Southern California for a while, we moved to Japan. When we got there, I went into full-out fifth-year rebellion. I ran away from home. I got involved with the, the Japanese mafia, um, even though I was just a teenager. Um, they were using me as a drug mule. Well, I got into a lot of trouble there internationally. Um, I got kicked out of the country of Japan, came back to the States, went to two drug and alcohol rehabilitation centers, uh, got thrown in jail as soon as I turned 18. And, uh, you know, I had long hair down to my waist. I was a deadhead. I followed the Grateful Dead in a Volkswagen bus and um, was doing every substance under the sun. Well, through all that craziness, my mom and my dad, my stepdad, they had a huge conversion to Catholicism. And I always joke with my mom. I say, Mom, I'm the reason you found God because I drove you nuts. <laughs> so, um, so she um, became like a saint. When she became Catholic, she became so holy that even I knew something was different. But I didn't want to have anything to do with what they had joined, the, the church. But it didn't take too long. It was a few years. I had my own divine two-by-four experience, I call it. Um, I read a book on my parents' bookshelf one evening about the Virgin Mary, and that was the catalyst that got me to fall in love with Jesus Christ, with the Catholic Church. I had a radical conversion, and um, shortly after that, I became Catholic, and then I discerned my vocation, and uh, ended up joining the Marian Fathers, and uh, took 10 years to basically learn how to be human again, and, and learn all the things I need to do with academics as well, but you know, I was a very wounded man from the culture, and now I've been a priest for 17 years. Uh, praise the Lord. And um, why the Lord chose me, I don't know. I'm no better than anybody else. But uh, now I pray for all my friends from the past and for the world. And uh, just want to make our, our Lord known and loved, our Lady known and loved. And now with this latest book, uh, Consecration to St. Joseph, I want to I bring St. Joseph on the scene in a powerful way. So praise God you know, for his mercy, because I know there's a lot of wounded hearts out there maybe a lot of parents who have children like I was or similar. Uh, I know it does a toll on family life and especially a mother's heart. Men can be a little indifferent to the emotional aspects of it, but women, mothers especially, it, it can be very difficult dealing with wayward children. It hurts. So uh, Father, please that I'm praying for, for all of you. Father Calloway, I mean, to me, the fact that you – you know, I mean, you can be doing those kinds of drugs and have the mind to be able to come back, to be able to study, to even be a priest. That's a huge mercy. Oh, absolutely. I, I should not have my mental faculties. It's a huge right. mercy. Yeah. Amazing. It was like he had his hand on you all the time, just waiting for you to come around. That's right. A good, good father. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Good father. And speaking of fathers, so why, why a consecration to St. Joseph now? I mean, St. Joseph's been part of our church tradition for almost 2,000 years now. Why now? Well, you know, within the last 150 years, the church has done more to promote St. Joseph than in the previous 1,800 years. So there's something going on, a movement of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, right now, 52% of all families are fatherless. The father is absent. He's not there. This is more than half. I'm the fruit of that. So we've, we've got a big father wound in our culture, even in the church, right? We've had a lot of issues come up with our spiritual fathers that have not been edifying. And so we need a revolution of holiness in the family and especially in fatherhood. What better person to bring on the scene than St. Joseph? 
Oh, wow. I hadn't even thought about that. You know, because I had honestly thought that, you know, St. Joseph, I've heard it gets stronger when we get into difficult times because of his protection and all. Um, So I didn't, I didn't put those two together that of course we have a huge father wound in our country. Wow. Very powerful. So the the whole idea of St. Joseph, has that just slowly kind of like a lot of things in our church history where the whole idea of who he was and what kind of a person he was just kind of evolved through the centuries, through saints and through mystics. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. That's pretty much what happened. It's just the Holy Spirit over time revealing more and more about him, his dignity, his great importance. And, you know, now we're celebrating the 150th anniversary of his being proclaimed the patron of the church. That's what 2020 celebrates because that happened in 1870. So there's a lot that's going on um, with him. And I think we're going to see it continue to increase uh, even more now because the world, as you know, is going through a lot of trials at the moment. And uh, we need somebody like St. Joseph right now. Mm, Wow. And then, okay, so my question, though, regarding that is, what, what is different about now as versus where we've been in the past? Mm. Why now? Yeah, great question. No, that's a great question. So, you know, 100 years ago, one of the visionaries of Fatima, Sister Lucia dos Santos, you know, she's the one that lived till like she was 100 years old or something. Um, she said that the final battle between good and evil would be over marriage and the family. And um, we're seeing that today. I mean, people are redefining marriage. People think marriage is whatever you want it to be. And it's not. We know what it is. It's between a man and a woman. And so we've got to get back to that because we're in a serious battle for the future of civilization right now. If we destroyed the family and, and, and marriage, our future is bleak. So we, we've got to bring in St. Joseph, the head of the holy family, the perfect husband and perfect father. We've never needed him more than right now. Oh, that is so true. I mean, you can just see it everywhere. So have you had any, um, I mean, the book's been out since when? January? Yeah, January 1st uh, of this year. Have you had any feedback on the impact it's had? Because there's been one 33 days of consecration already, and now we're in a second one. Yeah. Oh, it's, um, it's off the charts. It's gone global. Um, we've sold uh, 100,000 copies in just three months. It actually can be hard to get uh, at some places, like Amazon keeps selling out. Um, the book is in its fifth printing. It's being translated into five languages as we speak. And I've already gotten, just in the last three months, seven bishops to declare a year of St. Joseph for their respective diocese. So we're talking off the charts, the response. Wow, that's amazing. amazing. So what, um, as you were writing the book and researching, was there one thing that really jumped out to you that was surprising you learned about St. Joseph? Oh, there was a ton of things. I mean, there were so many things that were shock moments for me. Because, you know, we don't have one word from St. Joseph in the New Testament. However, what the popes have said, what saints have said, what mystics have said, has been extraordinary. Um, And I think when people find out some of these things, or the fact that the wedding ring, for example, that St. Joseph gave to the Blessed Virgin Mary is still in existence in a cathedral in, in Italy. I mean, this is shocking stuff. Wow. It made me want to go back to Italy. I've been to Italy before, and it was fabulous. I missed that, obviously. And I was thinking, I want to go back to Italy. And yet, right now, I don't want to go back to Italy. <laughs> the whole quarantine. <laughs> the but 
but it did make me think, oh, there's so much more to see now. I mean, I want to go back to Loretto and really look at that more closely now as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I have, I have another question. Can you just kind of give our listeners a little bit of an overview of your book and, and tell them, you know, a little bit about how it works so that they know what they would be getting into? Yes. Oh, thanks for asking that. So it's a 33-day program. You know, it's patterned off of something similar to what St. Louis de Montfort did for the Marian consecration three centuries ago. So every day you have a little reading that you do, and then you end with the litany of St. Joseph. So if you're doing it as an individual, it takes 20 to 30 minutes a day at the most. If you're doing a group setting, which it can be done as, you meet once a week for like an hour and a half with the group. By the end of it, you're ready. You, you're so in love with St. Joseph. You're like, where have you been all my life? You know, here I am. I want to be your son or your daughter. Take me, help me, guide me, you know, closer to Jesus. So, yeah, it's, it's really wonderful. Mm, that's great. Mm. Well, this is Catholic Women Now, and we're speaking with Father Donald Calloway about his latest book, Consecration to St. Joseph, which has been sold over 100,000 copies. It's only been out since January. And when we come back, we're going to speak more with him about the Consecration to St. Joseph. This is Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Catholic Women Now. This is uh, on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we are speaking with Father Donald Calloway about his book, Consecration to St. Joseph. Um, Father Donald Calloway, the question we want to ask you is, um, what is uh, your hope for this with the Pope? You have some uh, aspirations with this book. I certainly do. You know, it's, it's pretty remarkable that um, in 2,000 years of Christianity, we've never had a year of St. Joseph for the Universal Church. 
So we now have seven bishops in the U.S. who have done it for the diocese, but my goal, ultimate goal, would be for the Pope himself to declare a year of St. Joseph for the entire church. And I actually wrote a letter to the Pope, and it was hand-delivered to him, and there's pictures of that, asking him for that gift. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Please pray for that. As you said, all of us should be praying for that, for this to happen. It would be tremendous. Educate our listeners. What would educate me? What would that mean if that if we were had to have a year of um, St. Joseph? So what it would mean would be, you know, from one date to an end date, use one calendar year long, we would have special celebrations, uh, special masses, conferences about St. Joseph, diocesan events, shrines could be designated in the diocese that would offer indulgences for those who made a pilgrimage in honor of St. Joseph. There's all kinds of stuff that can be done for it. And, uh, yeah, it would be it would be a great gift, I think, to the entire church. Because he is the patron of the Universal Church, St. Joseph, and that yep, would just be, right. be very appropriate, wouldn't it? Well, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about some of the artwork in the book. Oh, ladies, this I'm so excited about this because, you know, <laughs> I wanted to put art in the book, but sometimes you see St. Joseph in artwork and he looks soft, effeminate, and sometimes he looks like he's about to die, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want this stuff in my book. So I said, I'm going to commission artists to paint images where he's young, strong, masculine, and, you know. And, um, yeah, I had eight artists paint ten images, and they are off the charts. They're, he's presented as the terror of demons with his, his, you know, lily staff is more like a spiritual sword. And he's they're just really, really good. So. There's a website. I want to let people know this because if you want to get the book, hard copy or ebook or the art, you can actually buy the art that I commissioned for it. You can get all of this on consecration to saintjoseph.org. And the saint part, don't spell it out. It's just ST. So it's consecration to saintjoseph.org where you can get everything associated with the book. I'm glad to hear that because that always bothered me that St. Joseph was always portrayed as older in any of the artwork that we've had in our church history. Yeah, yeah. No, me too. I know. And nothing wrong with old men, of course. I mean, that's the, they're the ones who, you know, build sound civilizations, but they did it when they were younger, you know, not when they were older. Um, so yeah, it'd be good to have some younger depictions of St. Joseph. I think, um, that w- I always assumed, I think you said that the tradition is that he was younger, but for some reason, a lot of us, I always thought the tradition was that he was older. So that was a, a positive thing for me to learn, especially the, uh, I think, Julie, your, your favorite quote was Mother Angelica's quote about how an old man wouldn't have walked to Egypt. Well, old men don't walk to Egypt, she's too yeah. old. Yeah. That's right. Classic <laughs> Mother Angelica. Oh, it's wit and wisdom, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's really yes. beautiful. Well, um, that... That kind of um, kind of wraps things up. And Father Don Calloway, would you please give us a blessing before we um, conclude our interview here? Absolutely. Listen? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we ask you to pour down your graces and mercies upon all the listeners, their families, their intentions, especially to give hearts peace during this difficult time, all through the intercession of Our Lady and our great Saint Joseph. We ask this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Well, thank you again, Father Don Calloway, author of Consecration to St. Joseph. Thank you, ladies. God bless you. Thank you. You're listening to Catholic Women Now, and we're grateful for the support of Mr. Haas, attorney at law. Mr. Haas is dedicated to providing personal and highly responsive legal services to people 
who have suffered an injury. FredHaas.com. Fred double D, Haas double A. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is up next at 9.30. It will always be prayed at 9.30 p.m. as well. And we thank you for listening, and we ask that you please consider making a $30 per month tax-deductible donation at Iowa Catholic Radio as we continue to try to teach, evangelize, and defend our Catholic faith. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., and 94.5 f.m. And on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio.